The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. Hey, what's up, guys? First, we'll start. Happy New Year. Hopefully 2021 is a little bit better than 2020. It's Q here. Got Smitty next to me. And we're ready to roll. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday morning. First show of the year. First show of the year. We got to bounce back after yesterday's performance. Had some uh, heartbreakers and some plays, but that's what happens. And, uh, you know, like I've said, you wake up, the sun's up. Let's find those winners. We're going to shoot, shoot, shoot. All right. Any uh, any thoughts of the week? Uh, you know, we can break down. I think the biggest thing was the games yesterday. You know, um, we can dive into it a little bit. I was, you know, I thought Bama didn't really put the foot down on the pedal very much in that game against Notre Dame. And then Ohio State just completely came out and embarrassed Clemson last night. Yeah, I mean, Bama seemed kind of like they were on cruise control. I mean, it, it almost seemed like they were kind of laughing at Notre Dame. Um, if you follow our Twitter at Notebook Wagering, uh, kind of made a point, uh, watch the ESPN interview. Brian Kelly, like, truly was, uh, I don't even know the, the right word, I guess perplexed as to why uh, College Football Nation thought that they actually had a, um, it was going to be a route, and you know, he's like, oh, I don't know why, but we've been in two of the last three. Well, I don't know, because you lose by 14-plus, and you really should have lost. What, they, they, they were up 24 yesterday, and they lost by 16 or 17. Like, that it was another garbage touchdown late and to, to kind of pat it, but you got throttled every time you play. You're 0-7 since 1999 in any meaningful. At the time, it was BCS, bowl games, now a college football playoff. And let's not forget, you got throttled last time you played Alabama, 42-14. to 14. Same coach, different players, same outcome. Yeah, I thought, you know, again, back to my – I Bama just seemed like they knew they could dominate and then they were trying to get out of there without ma- major injuries. You know, my point, right before the half, they had the ball and they could have more or less speeded up the offense a little bit and they were kind of just running the ball and then they did have to punt and Notre Dame did get down for a field goal and missed it where I thought Bama should have been chucking the ball down the field a little bit more and maybe get another touchdown or at least three on it because they do have a very good kicker so again I think in a way they knew they could dominate they just wanted to get out of there with the win you know, did feel bad. I know Messiah was on the game, uh, backdoor cover for Notre Dame at the very end. And then it got a little dicey there on the some, kick. So on, the, on the teaser plays. If you had Bam and a teaser with that onside kick, if they could have scored again. You know, Notre Dame, they had to try to run the ball to slow that game down. But then they got down, and then, you know, you know then you can't run the ball. You have to speed up your offense and... They didn't want to get in a track beat because you could see in that game the speed difference was just something crazy. Oh, and Herb Street and them touched on it all game. Like, you, you have to improve your speed or you're just going to continue to get dominated. Because, yeah, and, and I said I, that to you with Michigan speed, speed, speed. Absolutely. And, you know, I think they said Notre Dame has really 
upped the offensive line and D-line, That's which great. is great. But again, it's it comes down to speed. I mean, Devontae Smith was catching some of those like bubble screens, and guys had the corner, like good tackling spots on him, and he just blew by them. Like, Notre Dame was just standing there, didn't know what happened. I mean, again. Yeah, he was their second-best receiver. I mean, people forget Jalen Waddle was their number one. Like, yeah. you put him on the field, it's even worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, Notre Dame just could not match up. Uh, Bama, again, we've talked about it on the show. They're just, they're they're so dominant. As for the 8 o'clock game, Ohio State, listen, they proved me wrong. Um, I think they proved a lot of people wrong. I think wrong. they proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah. I know they proved, because we broke it down Tuesday night, and we said it was going to be a route. And yeah. I never thought they were going to win. But I'll, t- I'll tell you what, like, on a Tuesday show, you don't think that Venables and Dabo are going to prepare a team. And somebody on Twitter said it best. Like, it seemed like Dabo showed up and thought that showing up was going to be the the it factor for Clemson. And as they found out, Ohio State practiced, and they practiced hard, and they, they killed them. Yeah, I mean, they just – it's two years in a row in a big game. Venables' defense has not played well. Um, I thought – Clemson's tackling was not good. Uh, Ohio State's offensive line, in my opinion, manhandled Clemson's defensive line. Justin Fields came out and played an unbelievable game after taking a big hit and coming right back and playing. And you could tell he was in a lot of pain, and he continued to to throw. And, you know, I said to Q, I didn't stand for the— I I gave up, I I think, right into the fourth quarter. The Clemson— in the third quarter, looked like they just—they were down by 21 points. You think you would have been in a hurry a little bit to get moving? No. What are they doing? They're huddling. They're running real stupid run plays. They ran uh, Lawrence, and uh, he fumbled the ball. Somebody on Twitter had a great line. They said, "I didn't know." Uh, all of a sudden, Clemson became Army. Yeah. And that's what it looked like. It was like, why, why was there no hurry? And you had the best quarterback throw the ball down the field. You're running him on, like, sweeps. Yeah. Lawrence on sweeps. Like Fumbled what? twice. I mean, I, and you could tell. Maybe that was a big hit with that offensive coordinator being out. I mean, I didn't think it was going to slow him down that much. But I didn't either. having him not there, it, to me, they seemed like they didn't know what they were doing on offense on some on some of these play calls. Yeah, uh, you mean you watched more of the game than me. I, I fell asleep early in the third quarter, so I, I don't really have much to say. I mean, I know in the first half, um, you know, obviously Ohio State ended up going to halftime with a sizable lead, but it seemed like they were – any time Clemson passed, like it was effective, and the only ineffectiveness was Trevor Lawrence, you know, might have overthrown some receivers, but, like, the guys were open. Like, why not keep firing to them? I don't know. Yeah, it was an ugly game. I mean – I think you hit on it well. Dabo maybe should have kept his mouth shut yeah. and played the game and had the team prepared. And to me, they weren't prepared, and Ohio State smacked them in the mouth. Yep. All right, we'll, uh, we'll touch you know, the national championship uh, next show. Uh, we'll just move right on in today. We had, I had a tough week or tough day yesterday. I went one and three. But we'll the whole bounce. notebook. The whole notebook. Yeah, team. notebook. We, we that was our first. That's fine. That was our first struggle day. But, you know, people, that are that's going to happen. So yeah. we're going to rebound. All right, so uh, Smitty and I have already posted our plays um, for Saturday. I posted my Sunday because I wanted to lock in um, some NFL plays. I'll have more basketball plays. And then uh, as soon as we hear from the Vegas Messiah, Muster, we will go ahead and put that out. So follow our Twitter, at NotebookWagering. Again, that's at NotebookWagering. That's where all our plays will be. 
so you guys can follow. All right, college basketball Saturday. We got over 100 games. We're obviously not going to touch on them. Uh, the only guy in the planet that I think can actually do that is Greg Peterson. Give a shout-out to him for being able to do that. But I don't think that guy sleeps. <laughs> that guy's a machine, man. Uh, and he's, he's crazy. And he's so good. He writes, I think, an article for, I think it's the New York Post. Uh, that's a really good article every day. He gives out a play on that. Uh, the guy's amazing. The guy, uh, Hooping with Hoops, I yep. think, is the podcast. We'll uh, have to get him on a show one day. Well, I'd love to be in contact with him and try to get him on because uh, if you've never listened to his podcast, give it a listen. He breaks down every game, gives uh, a side for you know the team and then the, the points. It's a, it's a great podcast. All right. Um, so we'll just kind of hit on the games that we pick because, again, there's, there's over 100 games. We can't possibly touch them all. So my first game, 2 o'clock, UFLSU. Um, Obviously, UF dominated Vanderbilt last week. Um, they're playing at a high pace. Last year, they kind of played really slow. Uh, they didn't score well, but this year, it seems like maybe they've kind of turned it around. I mean, obviously, they lost their best player in Keontae Johnson. You know, prayers to another uh, a continued speedy recovery. Uh, but that was a big hit down low for them. Um, they bounced back. You know, it was kind of an unsure spot coming back uh, without him first game in, in two or three weeks. Um you know, they, they obviously handle business putting up 90-plus points. Um, I see this kind of being a track meet. LSU is one of the fastest-paced teams in college basketball. They, I mean, they are shoot, shoot, shoot. And it seems like Florida's kind of playing that pace this year. You know, I don't know if Mike White has kind of realized he's on the hot seat and he's got to speed it up and he's got to score some points. But, you know, I, I just think this is a game where you get two high-flying offenses. Um, you know, they're not the worst defenses, but – I just don't see each other stopping one another. Yeah, it's a good game. I, I mean, it didn't make my a card. I had it really close. I I kind of like, I kind of like Florida at home in yeah. this one. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. They got a lot to play for. Yeah, I like that. I I think Florida a good money line play here. I would take Florida in this game. Okay, and then. Um... Do you have a game? We'll kind of bounce back and forth. I'm going back. You know, I'm going to do teasers. I just posted uh, my card here. I'm Like I said, I might add a couple. I did have to change one because uh, I had VCU as a pick em against Davidson. In that game, we just saw VCU paused all team activities because of COVID. So I replaced that with uh, another game, but we'll add that. I'm going to go back to the well. I took St. Peter's yesterday in a teaser. And they 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 lost the game outright. Had a brutal first half. There was a one of now their they were cu- missing their best player, right? Well, he didn't start. I think he did come back and play a little bit. I'm not sure how long he played uh, in the game. I'm going back to the well. I like to do this, and I'm matching it with two teams. I also played UTEP yesterday, which would have won me a teaser. They had a, like a six point lead with a minute something left, and then they blew it, and it went to OT, and they lost. So I'm going back to the well. I'm matching in a teaser. St. Peter's. Plus one, it's a back-to-back game uh, against Canisius, and I'm matching them with UTEP, and that's against that's another back-to-back with Southern Miss. So I'm taking St. Peter's plus one, UTEP minus a half, and that's my first teaser. So why don't you touch in the UTEP game then? We'll just kind of go off our picks and kind of touch them as that because I know um, we got to get through a lot of games. So you know, what do you think? Why are you leaning UTEP? I'm just going back to UTEP. I, you know, I had some inside information yesterday. Somebody liked them that I really respect, uh, straight up in that game, and with the spread. And I so I had him in a teaser. So I'm just going back to the well. Okay. I'm going right back yep. to 
I, I it's tough. You know, I'd love to see a percentage back to backs. I'd like to see the percentage of the things. I think UTEP should have got him yesterday. I think St. Peter's again. They had a brutal. They were down by like 18, and then they went on a 15-2 run and got that really close. And then Canisius got it back up by about eight to ten. I think St. Peter's rebounds today, and I think UTEP does too. I think both those teams went outright, so I love them in a teaser. I like it. So I, obviously, I'm teasing up the UF LSU over. It was 152. I'm going to take it at 147. I'm pairing that with Louisville. Uh, essentially to pick them minus a half. I mean, Chris Mack, he's a great coach. Uh, they don't shoot well from the three, but they're playing a pretty brutal Boston College team right now that, that I don't think could stop me and Smitty if we threw one in our Kobe Bryant shoes and laced up for the game. Um, uh, there's not really not much to talk about. I mean, Louisville is one of the better defending teams of an ACC right now. Uh, they're starting to kind of go under the radar as being a, a better team than what you know is advertised. Um, I mean, even though Kentucky's a, a bad team, um, it is still a rivalry game, and, and Kentucky plays up for that. Um, you know, they held Kentucky to pretty bad shooting, so I, I like Louisville to continue. They got a four-game win streak. I think they pick up the five today. Um, another one of my games is, I'm going, like you said, back to the well. I mean, Wright State just absolutely pummeled Oakland. These back-to-backs, I mean, it's kind of hard to win two, two back-to-back games or two games against the same team in college basketball. You know, because typically in a regular season, it's you play at your your stadium, and then a you know maybe a couple weeks later you play at theirs, and crowds are involved, and and home field you know home court advantage. Uh, but you don't really have that this year. I mean, the fans really aren't a factor. Um, they're playing back to back, so you know if you get the fortune of being the home team, you get two home games. Um, I just think Wright State dominated. I mean, they beat them by thirty nine yesterday, and I can't believe that they're actually keeping the game at minus eight and a half. I mean, I love Wright State. I got them in two plays. I got them Wright State minus eight and a half, and then I'll have them in a teaser later. Yeah, my second teaser of the day, I'm going to touch that. I went on that Louisville game too against BC. You know, BC's 0-4, their last four at home uh, ATS. Um, interior defense has not been good for BC. Uh, I think Louisville overall is just a lot better team, so you can get them down to like um, in a teaser about a pick them. Yeah. So I like that a lot. And Tulsa visits Cincinnati today. Again, Tulsa is a very good basketball team. Just beat Houston. Yeah, very good team. Uh, Cincy at home, though, I like the line jump in this. It went from like minus three and a half, I think, to five and a half. So again, five point teaser. I like Cincinnati on their home court down to about minus a half to a pick them. So there you go. Louisville, Cincinnati, my second teaser of the day. So uh, I'll just go ahead and uh, finish that right state. I already said I got him at eight and a half, but I'm going to also double down on him and take him with a teaser. Uh, Liberty yesterday played Lipscomb. They were seven point favorites. They came out of the gate really sluggish. I mean, at one point they were down 37 to 15. Um, it's pretty uncharacteristic. Liberty likes to roll it, and they're not bad offensively. I mean, Lipscomb's five and five. Liberty, I think, was seven and one head into that game. Um, Lipscomb obviously defended their home court well. They ended up winning by seven. Um, and Jeff Nadu was all over that Lipscomb team. Props to you, man. Um, one of the greatest inside information guys in college basketball. I mean, he lives and breathes and eats college basketball. Uh, so give him a, a listen. Um, I, I'm going to go back to Liberty. It's They're at a uh, five-point favorite right now. Um, so I'm going to throw them in a pick em. I mean, as a seven-point favorite to lose by seven yesterday, it's a 14-point swing. 
Um, I see them turning it around, you know, and, and taking uh, and splitting this series 1-1. I mean, I just don't see them losing this game if you can get them down to a pick them. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, you know, my third teaser of the day. And again, this is just, I really like the Richmond Spiders overall. They're playing St. Bonaventure. Good team. Yeah, Richmond, great coach. Really like the coach. You can get them down to about a minus a half to a pick them in that game. I really like them on their home court. Uh, again, I had VCU as a teasing partner here, but that game, like I already said, has been postponed. So I'm going to add USC uh, Trojans. They lost the other night on their home court yeah. to uh, Colorado. Colorado played an extremely, uh, a very just overall really good game. Pretty sizable win for Colorado. Very good win because, I, the, you know, you got the, I think they're twins, the Mobley boys yep. uh, are the ones underneath, and I think the other one's a guard for USC. I just like the rebound spot here. You can get USC down to a pick them there at home against Utah. So I'm matching Utah, or excuse me, USC as a pick them and Richmond minus a half as my third teaser. I like that Richmond team. I mean, they pass the ball well. They spread it around. A lot of guys score. Uh, you know, it's kind of down by our area. Um, great program. Uh, they're one of the better in the A10. You know, they if they get hot, I mean, they can kind of make a run. Um, one of the games I absolutely love. Seton Hall playing Butler. I watched Seton Hall, and I was on the wrong side of them. I thought, you know, I kind of got into the Xavier hype. Xavier started off well, and then Butler just, I mean, uh, Seton Hall just shot lights out. They've got uh, two great guys. One, I can't even pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try, but it's a forward. His last name starts with the M. Mama something. He's incredible. And then they have Kale, another incredible player. I mean, those guys are just knockdown shooters. Um I love Seton Hall. Butler just can't score. Now, Thompson, their best player, may play today. He's questionable. But, you know, college basketball is turning into college football where you're not going to know, you know, if tip-off's at noon, you're not going to know till 11.50, um, you know, who's playing. And we obviously can't get a show out in time for you guys to listen. So, I with even with Thompson, I still love Seton Hall. Uh, I took them minus 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to go back to two money line plays. I've been doing pretty well on this. And, again, I look anywhere – you know, lower lower spreads here I got to give out. I got to do like the, the pick them to maybe a minus one. I try to look for, you know, really good um, good odds here. I like Oklahoma today at home against West Virginia. West Virginia is 2-8 and eight ATS last 10 on the road. They just lost one of their... Um, Premier big guys. One of their be- better uh, down low guys. I think he averaged about eight a game. Um, pretty good rebounder too. Uh, he just left the team... I think Oklahoma, again, I think they win at home. That's one of my money line games at home today. Take the Sooners. They're, they're early in the season. They were pretty uh, highly touted. You know, Brady Manick, oh, Larry Bird, wannabe lookalike. That guy um, looks exactly I mean, he's good. like Larry oh, Bird. When he grows that mustache, he looks like him. And he shoots really well. He's a very efficient shooter. Um, Oklahoma's been on the map since Blake Griffin. Um, you know, they had Buddy Heald, then they had uh, – uh, Trey, uh, why am I drawing a blank? It's early Trey in the Young. morning. Sorry, Trey Young. Uh, I mean, they're a good program. You know, they recruit well. Um, I like what they have going down there. You know, Big 12 is kind of a gauntlet um, this season, you know, with Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, Baylor. Uh, the TCU is not playing bad. Uh, Texas Tech's another good team. I like to coach out of Texas A&M, Buzz Williams. I mean, he put Tech on the map, uh, Virginia Tech on the map. Um, you know, that's that's a good team, so I like that. 
Yeah, I like my other one today is I like Texas A&M. Again, I just talked about yep. I love Buzz Williams. Yep, I love Buzz Williams too. He's one of my favorite coaches. You know, Auburn just not a very good Auburn team this year. You know, they put themselves on a year probation, which uh, wasn't going to matter because they're not making the tournament or doing no. anything. You know, they're three and seven ATS in their last ten games, following an ATS loss. Just again, I don't think they're just a Texas A and M's just overall a better program at this point. Well, they they took a bad loss too, so does it bounce back? I I like it. I always like teams coming back and a bounce back. Yeah. So I'm rolling Texas A and M money line. Take them. So two money line plays for me today: A and M and Oklahoma. So speaking of bounce back, you know we kept saying that with Michigan State, and they're one of the teams that just hasn't bounced back this year. Um, I think they do. I think they lost. They've uh, three or four in a row. Um, I mean, and they've you know Christmas Day they played Wisconsin. They were up nine or ten, and they lost that game. Then they got embarrassed last week, and I just think this they're playing Nebraska, which. I think out of the Big Ten, Nebraska is a, a team that is worse than them, um, and there's not many right now that are playing worse than Michigan State, but they have a legendary Hall of Fame coach in Tom Izzo. I just don't see them sliding. I mean, you could even take them at minus nine. I think they're going to bounce back to that effect, um, and Nebraska is just that bad to where I think you could play that at minus nine if you're not a teaser fan, but I have them in a teaser down to minus four, and I have them with Illinois at minus three and a half. Purdue, you know, we played uh, – Purdue um, Tuesday and they covered against Butler. I mean uh, Rutgers in a uh, teaser. Um, Messiah had Rutgers. Yeah, Messiah had Rutgers. Straight so. game or yeah, like minus yep, the points, yep. which so everybody was a big winner in that game. The the difference I think is Kofi Coburn and then Do Do Sunmu or Mo or however you pronounce him. Um, he's an incredible guard. I think he averages almost twenty five points a game for Illinois. They're one of the they're fifth in the country in three points shooting at over forty five percent, which is incredible. Uh, most teams average, you know, between thirty three and thirty seven percent, so they are way ahead of them. Um, they're a good free throw shooting team. They got multiple big time scores. Again, as I touched on that guard and then Kofi Coburn, um, Purdue's not bad, but I just think they're playing a bat, you know, a, a, a game where Illinois is on the rise right now and and. and they're just a, a more dominant team. So, I, I mean, personally, some guys were saying um, take Purdue, but I think if you can tease Illinois down to three and a half, I mean, I'll see him uh, winning by less than four. No, I like I like those plays. I like the comments on it. I think it will be a tough game. I kind of like Illinois in that game too. Um, so that's that's kind of my card. At the end, of, yeah, at the end, we'll touch. We'll run through again at the end. Uh, but I want to touch on some notable games because I did kind of lean them. What do you think of that Duke Florida State game? Florida State lost to Clemson. We we were recording when that happened. Duke's, uh, yeah, Duke's, Duke hadn't played in sixteen days. Yeah, and I, I'm not very. I said it on the show. I think it was Tuesday. I'm just not very impressed by Duke. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw it's postponed. Oh, it is. That game was postponed. Yep, 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 yeah, yep. yeah. So that was news to me. This morning, I did not see it postponed. I guess COVID. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Still with All the right. Duke program. Well, last night, well. Well, how about how about let's hit uh, the Iowa Rutgers? Oh, big game! Big game. That will be you know. Does Harper Junior play for Rutgers? He didn't play the other night. Uh, you know, we talked, we hit on Iowa on the show on Tuesday. Yeah. Gars is a beast underneath. They can shoot extremely well. Some their defense is not the greatest. You know, again, 
the you know I think it's called the rack where they play they used to play the games and Rutgers a very tough place now again fans aren't I don't know if there, how many fans are allowed there if any. yeah um, Piscataway is a hard place to play though but yeah I want to see this this is the Rutgers team again very good team can Iowa go on the road win a big game uh, I'll tell you I kind of like I'm kind of leaning Rutgers in this especially if you want to put them in a teaser spot yeah certainly um, yeah I, I obviously watched. Bohannon light up Northwestern, and thankfully I covered when I put that play out uh, by a point. And um, that's a team that, you know, he wasn't shooting lights out when they played Gonzaga. I mean, I told the guy was hitting three-pointers, not even touching the rim from the logo. Like, (laughs) if you get him... Five uh, of five, I believe, yep. If you get him and Garza and Wieskamp all firing at the, you know, right time, I mean, in the tournament, if they get hot, that is a team that, I'm not saying it's gonna stop Gonzaga, but they could outshoot Gonzaga. It's it definitely. Be oh, a they track can meet. score. They can score. Their defense is just a little yeah. iffy. I mean, little they were, iffy. They lost by 11 without Bohannon shooting. Again, I'm not saying they're gonna win, but if we had to pick a team that challenged, you know, I said Baylor last week. Um, maybe it is a hot Iowa team, uh, but I, I kind of like Rutgers there, to be honest. If Harper plays. Yeah, Har- that's a big that's a big key for this game because Harper can take you down low can can. Ex- you know, extend you out yeah. with a three, two. Um, you know, again, I, like I said, I kind of this. I'm really excited for this game. It should be a really good game. Um, Dude, we got a we got a headbanger at noon, eight Texas, three Kansas. Uh, that should be a good game. And um, I said on the show, this is probably Shaka's best team. Again, I said Kansas. I don't think Kansas is unbelievable think kansas is good i mean they're three for a reason i do think though this will be very tough for texas to go in there and win i think it's close for a little bit i think kansas extends the lead in the second half and i would tell i would take them i would take i would take the spread in that i think it's like minus um four four and a half i would probably take uh, kansas in this game yeah it's minus four right now so you'd probably see it anywhere from three and a half to four and a half yeah i mean I think Kansas is just the overall better team. I mean, Ashaka's kind of struggled. And Texas, he's finally having a decent year. I mean, Coleman and Jones have, have shot pretty well for them. Uh, but Kansas is always good. I mean, Bill Self puts out a great program year in and year out. Um, they're kind of similar in terms of defense. Uh, Kansas gives up 66. Texas gives up 62. And both are in the mid to high 70s scoring. So, um I think it'll be close in the first half, but I think uh, Kansas kind of pulls away in the second half. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on the Virginia Tech-UVA game because I thought that would have been a good matchup, big big game, but uh, that's obviously canceled due to COVID. I uh, think one one keep an eye on, yeah. if you like playing overs, Marquette plays Georgetown tonight. Georgetown couldn't stop anybody. And Q touched on this Tuesday night on the show and said that, you know, it's a over machine. Marquette is another team that I don't think defends extremely well, and they like to score. That might be a nice straight overplay if you need some action later tonight. I think that's a 7 o'clock tip. I like that. I'll definitely watch it. I love the Hoyas. Um, and kind of finish them off. Like I just hope that they can start playing some defense. I mean, they have a legendary defensive. Um, They're not going to play guy. defense this year. Not this year, but as you touched on last uh, last week, they have a great class coming in. So hopefully, you like six overall in the, in yeah, the nation yeah. right now. Uh, the Matumbo's boys coming in. Yep. So 
And again, Matumbo was a great defender and Ewing. I mean, some of the matchups they had in the NBA, like, you know, maybe they can kind of, hopefully Matumbo's boy can defend half as good as his dad. Well, and, you just, you know, growing up a Georgetown fan, you know, you had, you had Ewing and then, you know, then you got into the air where it was Alonzo Mourning and Matumbo and it was, it was just a, and then you got um, Roy Hibbert when they you made had Mike the, Sweeney. Yeah, you had Sweeney down low. The final four run was when uh, Jeff Green was there yeah, with, with Roy uh, Hibbert. Roy, Roy Hibbert yep. and, um, but they focused on defense. Jesse Sapp was the off guard on mm-hmm. that team. They had a really good, I can't remember the point guard. Number four. Name. Real light-skinned kid. I couldn't remember his uh, name. Yeah, Har- Harrison. For some reason, I'm thinking Harrison, but he I might be wrong. He was stud. Yeah, he was a great point guard. And then, you, you know, you had um, Rivers. Yeah. Doc Rivers' son came off. Yep. Came off the bench. At guard, I think you had Patrick Ewan Jr. was on. He was that, on the team. He was, was really on that good. Team, yeah, came he was off. off the bench. Yeah, they just had a great team, but yeah. they were a very good defensive team. Patrick, like we said, has they've come in. They like to really push the ball, and again, this year's team is. I mean, he brought in a lot of transfers. Yeah, we lost his best score too. And it, you know, we've hit on it. So again, I'm excited for next year. I can't wait. Hopefully, the recruiting class pays off. In Georgetown, basketball gets back to where it should be, and that should be a competitive team. Hopefully. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, We got a lot of big games. So I saw a stat. I think it's seven playoff positions are uh, still up for grabs heading into the last week of the season. It hasn't been like that since, I want to say it was like 96. So quite a while. Uh, Usually coming in this week, you only have one or two. But again, we have seven. Um, so a lot of meaningful games, I'll, I'll kick off, you know, one of the, the big ones. I'll just get out of the way. I'm the, uh, Gainesville beat reporter on Saturdays for college football and I'm the Miami examiner for the Dolphins, <laughs> um, Dolphins, Bills, big game, you know, uh, Dolphins 10 and five Bills, 12 and three Bills obviously clinched the division. Uh, so they're sitting pretty for the playoffs. Um, they're not going to get the one seed as, as Kansas city already secured that, um, and the Dolphins need to win this. I mean, Dolphins are one of five teams competing for four spots. Uh, this is a big game for them. Yeah, I mean, it's really big game. Now you don't have no Fitz, Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic can't come off, yep. so that will be and again a very I think dink and dunk kind of yep. Tua right now. He's gonna have to air it out though against this Buffalo team. He's gonna have to. Now here's the thing: like, what happens in this? There was a lot of rumors saying that. Does Allen play the entire game? You know, I, I don't know. Because here's the thing. They're they're ahead of the Steelers. They both play one o'clock games. Yes, My, yes. I know the Steelers were a one o'clock game. Yes. So, you know, here's the thing. If Buffalo, let's say, they look up and Cleveland's up by 10, 13 points on the Steelers, do they just yank Allen out of the game? Because they can lose in the if the Steelers lose, Buffalo wins the two. So that could be something to keep an eye on. I like in this spot, you know, my both. I mean, again, I, it's a meaningful game for both teams, but it's a lot more for Miami. I, I kind of like teasing up the Dolphins in this nine. spot, getting the, a plus nine in this. Yeah, it, they can be if if even with Allen, 
they kept it close at the end. Uh, the, it was, I think, week one or two. I mean, they kept it somewhat close. Now, Fitzmagic was quarterback. <coughs> Excuse me. So that'll kind of play into that. But I think Buffalo is hitting on all cylinders right now. They are. But, uh, again, if they sit, I mean, why can't Miami win this game? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, if the Steelers get down quick in this and they look up and they go, well, they're I, down. Yeah. We could yank him just to play it safe. And maybe Diggs, we're going to yank him. I can't him imagine and, Diggs is going to play and get hurt. And, and limit his snap count. It's a possibility, so that's why again you get them up in a teaser spot. I really, I kind of really like this in a teaser spot with the Dolphins. Yeah, me too. All right, moving on. We got a lot of games to touch on. Um, Ravens Bengals. So this is interesting. Obviously, the Ravens have to play themselves into the playoffs too, and they're, I believe, the eight seed. So they're, you know, the inside looking out, but they don't want to lose this game. Yeah, and I mean, it just broke. Mike Daniels just tested positive for COVID for the Bengals. You know, so he's going to be out tomorrow. Now they stopped. They stopped their walkthrough. They're going to do it later today because now they got to do all that uh, tracing and like tracking if who he was contact. There's rumors maybe ten or eleven other guys were in close contact with this Mike Daniels. It's a problem. Uh, where could this game go? Where could this line go? Could it get off the board here? I was leaning the Bengals in a teaser spot here, but now I'm off that for sure. I think now you roll Baltimore in a teaser. See where this line goes. A, if you lock it in today, you can get them under a touchdown of six and a half. Yeah, that's and that, not going to stay there. That's where, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're going to get this show out. If you hear the, listen to our show, if you can get, a, get it here quick, jump on it because there could be more guys out for Cincy uh, after this news just broke. So, I would try to jump on this as fast as you can if you have a line on wherever you put your bets in. All right, so as you touched on, so the 1 o'clock, and I'll get into this, 1 o'clock you got the Steelers-Browns, and, and where the time really does matter, and the NFL did say they, uh, a couple years ago they changed this and, they, and be, for this reason. They don't want teams uh, who, are, who are battling each other for playoff spots to play in separate time slots because – you know, one team can notice that and then just not play. And, you know, so they, they try to match those games up to where they play at the same time so you get a conceded effort on both both games. Um, so you, you have the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers all playing at 1 o'clock to try to combat that. Um, I, I told you this morning, the Steelers are plus 10 heading into this game. and The public is hitting them at minus 135. I mean, I know it's plus 10, and I know Cleveland um, – you know, obviously got dominated. I think it was forty-two to seven earlier this year. But Cleveland's playing for their playoff lives right now. Obviously, the Steelers are in, and they're playing Mason Rudolph, and they're resting Big Ben and some others. But I don't know. I just see like I could see over a ten-point win here, uh, like a fourteen-point win, because the Steelers simply have nothing to play for. Like, why is the public jumping so heavy on it? I well, again, this is my team. I'm going to hit on a I'm not bashing them, but you're not starting No, no, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, Pouncey's out for sure. Ben's out. I think Hayward's out. I think TJ Watt's out. Now, here's the thing. This is a big game for Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, this is like an audition here. I think that, well, first, let's, let's, let's talk about the situation. Plays against the team. Um. Last year. Last year that, oh, yeah. man. Who, Gets hit in the head. Who who hit him, though? Miles Garrett. I, Garrett. I went blank there yeah. for a second. You know, uh, now he's named a captain, and the coach came out and said, oh, he's just a big game, and he's one of our better players, so he's going to be the cap. This is a big game. Yeah. And 
you know, it will be interesting to see. Mason's come out and said, hey, I'd love to talk to him. And let's just try to work, like, talk this out. And yeah, hasn't won't. heard anything back from it. This is a big game for Mason. Does he want to stick this up, you know what, on their team? Absolutely. Is this an audition? Because if he does not play well, do you have Pittsburgh going, well, he didn't play great last year when he came in for Big Ben. And and now, again, we gave him a chance and he was horrible. Tomlin's come out too and said some of the other players just going to limit snap count. So you could still see Juju as the wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, maybe Ebron, some of these guys um, in there. Do I think, and again, Cleveland, a lot of COVID problems in Cleveland. They should be getting most of those guys back then. Most of those guys are back, but here's the thing. They have not practiced. Correct. Because yep. the facility, again, it's, closed. it's still closed. This is just news. I think another coach tested positive today for them. You know, are they rusty? I, and again, you're telling me the Steelers don't want to beat this team just to knock them out of the playoffs? I think they do. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to win the game, but in a teaser spot, get them up to about 16. Does Cleveland beat this Steelers team by 17 points? I'm not sure about that. I like the Steelers in a teaser. Yeah, I like them. I I would feel more comfortable in a teaser. I mean, I could certainly see a 31-17, and you lose that bet if you take them plus 10, but I don't see it. And the Steelers, you know, again, they're – you're going to play, like, Highsmith's been playing linebackers, been playing really well. Yeah. I still think they have some guys that can... I mean, they can salvage a, a game. That Now, I heard, I think Edmonds is out at safety. They're going to rest him. I think he had a shoulder problem. Makes sense. And again, does um, Fitz... Uh, oh, my goodness. My brain today. The other safety for the Steelers that we got from Miami. Oh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. My goodness. My brain today. <laughs> um, Just... I you know I that would be one guy for sure that I would not I would not have in here. Same I, with Joe Hayden. You don't y- want him. Yeah, I mean, Joe, but I think some of them are going to play. Well, they're going to have to. I mean, I have not seen them uh, out of the out of the game like you know on Tomlin's comments. So again, I just think this is a competitive, you know, AFC North tough game. They don't want Cleveland in. They want them to end their season. Especially Mason Rudolph could be very motivated in this game. I think it's closer than people think. So I don't really want to go into this. I just kind of want to make a point. Uh, the Jets, Patriots, seems like Cam Newton's out next year. I mean, he kind of hinted that, saying uh, he wished he could have done more and wish he had more prep time. Uh, but that's just an interesting thought. You know, we talked about what are the where do the Patriots go, not in terms of this game. I mean, I, I don't think the Jets want to win this game because they don't want to slot, continue to slide in the draft. But where do the Patriots go, just in the sense, real quick, like a minute, um, it, it won the future. I mean, you see Belichick throwing the phone on a bad challenge. Well, whoever told him like, to challenge that should have been but fired. But it's just disarray. Like, yeah. We haven't seen this in, in, since 2000. No, and I, I think I said it to Dr. Brent. I said, can you imagine the people that were born – and been a New England fan over the <laughs> they have never seen them be bad. No. And they're going to have some tough years, I think, coming up. I, do I, I don't know. Uh, the quarterback position's a key. Why don't you let Stidham play the whole game? Yeah, they should. I think they should. I don't think the guy's their guy either. Uh, I think you saw that. But I agree with you. I think he should have probably started the game. Yeah, Cam, I'd be shocked if Cam's in the league next year. Just does not look like he can throw the ball at all. I don't know where they go. They don't have, they don't have any wide receivers. 
They've won two. I mean, they've won six games. You think they're going to pick seven up, so that's going to push them deeper in the draft. I mean, the thing with them, they always do really creative things. Yeah. They usually, though, trade back. Yeah. To get multiple picks. I could see this year they trade up. They could trade up, especially for a quarterback. You know, I think I said it to Q2. I just can't believe Belichick's going to come back. You know, he's You're, this guy that is supposedly this great mind. Well, and yeah. then you had a lot of people saying, well, it's because of Tom Brady. And then other, no, he didn't need Tom. Well, now it surely looks like he needed Tom Brady and some other people. And he could go out still as just an unbelievable coach. Why does he want to come back to this dumpster fire? Now, is he motivated? And maybe he sees it as a challenge. Absolutely. I, do I think if the guy retires, wouldn't one of the stations just put him in a studio job? I I think absolutely he goes right into a studio job. Why wouldn't you want to do that? That would just be my opinion. It's a To me, it's a complete rebuild in New England, oh, and yeah. it's going to take a long time because they need a quarterback. They need some wide receivers. They need a tight end. Their defense is not that great. Either, uh, there's, there's a, you know, they draft Sonny Michelle and it's not bad. He's not bad, but they don't really use him. No, like well, the, he does have some injury problems. You know, the one drive they go down, it was 10 three in that yeah. bu- Buffalo game. Yeah. New England drove the whole way down the field and just ran it down their throats and scored. Well, they missed the extra point. Well, the next time they got the ball, it was three straight cam throws. And it's like, you just ran the ball down their throat. Why aren't you trying to establish the run again? And then, then the game just got out of hand. I mean, then it got way out of hand. I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't see a philosophy and a game plan there in New England, and they need a lot of help. We'll, we'll definitely be doing uh, probably a pretty lengthy draft. I mean, I uh, show. I mean, that could be, you know, that's probably going to be one of our longest shows, like a two-hour show. Uh, so we'll touch on that, but I, I, there's plenty of quarterbacks in this draft, you know, and we'll, we'll dive deeper into that on the draft show, but, um, you know, they're going to have to draft somebody. I don't think Stidham's the answer. Um, all right, moving forward, I don't have a play on this game, but it is a big game uh, because both teams could t- potentially go into playoffs uh, with the uh, Washington Redskins loss. Cowboys-Giants is just – I'm not betting on it, but it's a game that I'll definitely follow because um, if they beat the Giants and the Redskins lose, the Cowboys get in. If the Giants win and the Redskins lose, they get in. No ifs, ands, or buts. So, again, I don't have a play on it. The the Cowboys, you know, they're starting to play a little hot. The Giants are kind of simmering down. Um, Daniel Jones is kind of starting to come down to earth as to how he was playing prior to his injury. Um, It's just an interesting game for me. I kind of think the Cowboys maybe edge it out, but I don't have a play on it. Yeah, I'm going to give out my plays. I'm going to monitor some situations all day today and i'm gonna look at some more um line movements i'll give my plays out tomorrow on the twitter uh again i'm gonna give you my thoughts on these games so you know andy Dalton's playing great i like andy Dalton. good weapons i mean cl- through close to 400 yards last week dallas i believe is i mean they're playing their best football right yeah, now they're clicking and i like how again they're using tony pollard a little bit at running back ezekiel has not had a fantastic year on this now giants again like q said jones has not played great since coming back but i think he's really banged up line movement and this was yesterday's stuff i looked at 47 and a half over under it's down to 44 and a half now also could be some rain conditions there with a little bit of wind so keep an eye on that. I 
Again, Dallas is, can't really stop a lot of people. Uh, man, that's a weird line move with the over-under. When I see something like that, I really like... I'd tease the points up to about 15.5, and, and I would probably play the under. Okay. Uh, I definitely can't wait to watch that game. So I do have a play on this, Falcons-Bucks. I love the Bucks and a pick em. Um, I think you could even play them at minus 6.5. I mean, they are... They're playing for the fifth spot. They do not want to drop in the playoffs. And Tom Brady came out and said, like, they're starting to get a rhythm now. They don't want to lose that rhythm. I mean, they've struggled. I mean, they're 10-5, and five, but they've had a rough, probably the roughest 10-5 and five that I've seen this year. Um, I truly can't believe that they're 10-5 and five because I've watched their games, and they are absolutely horrendous. Um, this is a game they need, not necessarily for record because they are in the playoffs, Um but they got to keep this momentum because if they lose it, I mean, they're a bunch of old souls in terms of Brady. Fournette's been banged up in his career, so he's a little older on the Gronk. body. Gronk is super old. I mean, they got uh, Mike Evans is old. Now, he's pretty reliable, but he's starting to get, you know, pretty aged in his career, yeah. and, and he's taking some hits. Um, they, they can't afford to drop this game, and they can't afford to send anybody because they have to play rhythm football, and they have to stay hot. Yeah, I mean, what's Brady's contract there? I think he's two years. Two years? Yeah, and I think Gronk was a one-year deal. Two, maybe two years. Now, they did lose two guys on defense because COVID. Yeah, Devin White, big big loss. Um, and I don't know the other one. I can't remember who off the top of my head either. That I don't know if it was, was a starter. I think they both were starters. I know Devin White is a starter. So, Sha- Shaq Barrett? Oh, Shaq, Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he's a starter. Yeah, Shaq Lawson. He's their edge rusher. Yeah, so, you know, I, and... Falcons have, I know Julio Jones isn't playing. They have a couple guys not playing either. I agree. I, I think Tampa, this is a big game. I mean, in a teaser spot for sure, I love Tampa. You get them down to like a half to a pick them. I think this is a smart play on that. I, I, I agree. They don't want to lose this game. They want to go in the playoffs winning. They put on a great performance last week in Detroit. I agree with Q. I, I, you know, my advice again. I'm the teaser king. I love to tease games. I would tease Tampa down. Just to put it in perspective, they're the five seed. Technically, Washington is the four seed. They are licking their chops to play the Washington Redskins because they do not want to play the Saints, Seahawks, or Packers. Oh, absolutely. Like if you can advance, that's who you want to play. So this is a big win for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. I don't have a play on the Saints-Panthers, but it is worth noting if, if for some reason you like a side in here, Alvin Kamara has just been listed out. He did test. Uh, he had a couple of negatives, a couple of positives. They did finally say that they're going to uh, list him as a positive, so he's going to be out. I mean, they don't have anything to play for, in my opinion. They've pretty much locked up uh, the two or the three seed. Um, and, they're, again, they're an old team, so they don't want to have injuries. I mean, I, I doubt if Breeze plays. I mean, why not just let Taysom Hill play? Protect your guy who broke 12 ribs. Yeah, get Jameis Winston some action. Wait, too, oh, I maybe. forgot. Yeah, get yeah. Winston in there and see I don't what have a play do. on that, though. I kind of, you know, again, I'm going to – I'll give him out tomorrow, like I said. Yeah. I do have this one down kind of on my right. – it's four and a half to six and a half. I kind of agree with what Q just said there. I This Panthers team, I think, will come tomorrow and they'll they'll play hard. I think the coach is a very gritty guy. I think he'll have his team up. I don't think this is just a lay down. Uh, again, T- Teddy Bridgewater was on the Saints last year. Yep. Might want to play well in this game. 
I kind of, you know, these are old lines. This was from yesterday. You can get Panthers up to about 12 and a half in a teaser. I kind of like the Panthers in a teaser play on this. All right. Uh, so I'm going to kind of combine these games because they're playing in the same division. So you got Titans, Texans, and then you got the Jags, Colts playing both at the same time. And again, we touched on it. The NFL doesn't want separate time slots because they don't want a team just tanking and saying, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Or, oh, you know, we don't have to, the, the other team doesn't have to play hard because this team already won, so we're playing for nothing. So both four club 425 games, both teams must win. I love this. I'm especially rooting against the Texans because, you know, as the Miami examiner, the Dolphins, they want to in, in, improve their pick from the Laramie Tunzel trade. They get a first round not only from their, their own team, uh, but they get the Texans first round this year. Um, and the Texans are 4-11. and 11. If they could be 4-12, it could be potentially a top five pick for the Dolphins. So we definitely want them to lose. Now, J.J. Watt came out, and I wouldn't say ran the bus over his players. I think he's holding them accountable. He essentially said, look, if you don't want to play, get off the effing team. Yeah. If you don't want to come in, you don't want to hustle, I'm putting my body on the line every week for you just to half-ass it. Get off my team. Well, I think, too, he talked about, like, lifting weights, and maybe they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. had days they were in, yeah. supposed to be in there lifting weights, and, and some of the BSing. guys maybe not not doing the workout yeah. very hard or maybe not showing up at all. So, yeah, he called them out. You know, again, the Texans, it's a train wreck organization. You had a bonehead that was running the team and was the head coach. They finally destroyed got, that team. Yeah, they have no first-round picks coming up, I think, this year. They're, I mean, they might not even have a second-round pick. Uh, I mean, it's just... And then I would not be shocked for them to maybe just walk away from Watt himself. Now, again, I know he's the face of the franchise, but... Maybe you tried him for draft picks. You might lost. have to. I mean, you might really have to. Uh, he has a big contract. I don't know about the cap hit on that, but it's 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 overall, it's a major train wreck there. I think Tennessee again. I like they this, need to win. This is a great teaser spot. You can get them down to like a a point point no, and a half. You can they're well. It was seven and a half last time I saw. It. Okay, then that dropped because when I looked the other day, it was minus nine, and I about crapped my pants. Well, even at high. nine, I like it. I mean, I'll look it up too. And, um, but I just think again, key game, I don't think, you know, Tennessee killed me last week. I had a great teaser weekend. That was one game that they just could not stop Cincinnati. No. They'd go down and score. Their defense is suspect. And I was like, okay, I'm going to win this teaser too. Going, you know, good chance. I was going to go, I think I went three and one. And that was a game that it just, on the show, I was three and one, I believe. Um, but it, their defense, they just can't stop anybody. I mean, Bengals had like 500 and something yards total offense in that game. And you score 31 points and you can't, you give up like 34 to Cincy. I just, it's a train wreck. And Tennessee can score. They I mean, can score at will. I mean, Derrick Henry, this could be, keep an eye on his player prop when he runs. Because, man, Texans can't stop anybody on the ground and oh, I think through the air too but I think it's a great I think overall it's a great game great chance for Tennessee to really lay the hammer down now you brought up the Indianapolis game uh, you know it's a lot of points it's a lot of points 14 I 
I, I mean, this is a stay away for me, for sure. I don't really have an opinion. I think Indianapolis, again, very good team. I think a scary team if they get in the playoffs. They had the Steelers on the ropes, and then whatever happened in that second half, I'm not really sure. But I like this Indianapolis team. Rivers still has it. They're running the ball well with Taylor. The offensive line's really good. Defense, I've, I've commented on their defense. I thought they got way too much love from some of these studio guys about how great of a defense it was. And then you saw it in the second half last week when Big Ben picked them apart. Uh, it's a stay away from me. Again, uh, Jacksonville, I mean, what are they? I mean, they have nothing to play I mean, for except... They're not going to win. They don't want to take no, the second pick. No, I mean, they're going to lose for sure. I mean... Why would you even play 11 guys? Just forfeit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We got the whole team came down with COVID today, yeah. so we're just going to give the game up to them. I mean, my advice here probably would take take the Colts down six points and roll the Colts. Okay. So, I, I don't have anything Chargers, Chiefs, or Raiders, Broncos, do you? No, I mean, it's on my board. I mean, the Chiefs, again, a lot of guys out. Chad Henney, supposedly, is going to quarterback. And me and Q looked at each other and said, he's still in the league. I mean, a great Michigan quarterback. I was a big fan of Chad Henney. He went to Miami, too. Um, Yeah, was on the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Watkins is out. Um, the rookie running backs out. Edwards Hilaire's out. Um, uh, didn't you? Yeah. Hill's out. Obviously, Mahomes not playing. I mean, uh, Kelsey. Or, I guarantee you, Kelsey hasn't come out after this halftime. It was these are lines yesterday. Forty three and a half. Been staying forty three and a half. You know what I like to do in that? I take it up to forty nine and a half, and I would take the under. I think this is not. I mean, Kansas City is going to try to get out of there with not anybody. They don't care if they win or lose. They don't, but they don't want injuries. I think this is a run the ball, dink and dunk, run the clock. Let's get out off the field and get out of here. 23-14 game. Yeah, I like my advice, and this could be on my card. This is one game I am really going to keep an eye on the line today and maybe do it. I would tease it up, and I would take the under. Our luck, Kenny goes like, 27 for 38 <laughs> passing, four touchdowns, 412 yards passing. It's shootout city. Anyways, moving on. Um, I'll tell you a big game. I don't have a play on it, but it's a massive game in the NFC. Cardinals-Rams. I mean, the Rams, okay. No golf. Positive. No Cam Akers. Akers is questionable. Okay, questionable. H- Henderson's out. Darrell Henderson out. Cooper Cup out. Uh, who else? I feel like there's more missing. There well, was there were some other players. Well, I just my thought my name. thing too with this is you know Murray for uh, Arizona. Murray, yeah, he's playing. He, he was banged up last week. Came out. He is going to play. But here's the thing: is he going to be able? It was a leg. Now maybe he's great this week. I'm, I'm not at practice, but I'm just saying it was. It's a leg. Does he run a lot? I don't know. Okay. Let if me... you take if you take that away. He's a very dink and dunk quarterback. Fair, okay, fair point. So let's stay on that real quick. Do you take a, 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 a limited Kyler Murray, dink and dunk? I mean, maybe he'll scramble for like a fourth and two, something like that. You know, nothing major. Or do you take a John Wolford out of Wake Forest? I mean, yeah, we haven't <laughs> seen John Wolford play since that uh, ex, that uh, minor league. Yeah. Uh, what was that? The ex, Was he in the XFL? No, he, the, he came out of Wake Forest. But I thought he was playing uh, that spring, that other leg, that full. Oh, he might have. Oh, I think um, he played in that. Uh, AAF. Yeah, AAF. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was quarterback yeah. in there. Who do you take there? I, t- I, I mean, again, well, personally, I'm going to roll Kyler in that, but I'm not saying. Well, what I'm going to roll, because this game's one of my games I'm really going to probably have on my card, too. 38 and a half, went to 40 and a half, so a little up. 
I think I like taking it up to 46 and a half and taking the under. Rams have not been scoring a lot, even with Jared no, Goff huh. quarterbacking. Arizona sometimes does not score much because, again, their quarterback's a dink and dunk guy, and they run a lot of clock. I know their defense isn't great. I think the Rams, this, I mean, they're not chucking the ball down the field. I think they're going to try to run the ball a little bit, really quick throws. I I love the under in this in a teaser, 46 and a half. So the Rams and Cardinals, I mean, they're playing for the the, the NFC West. I mean, if the Cardinals win, they're in the playoffs. Um, they're kind of playing for their life in the playoffs, too. I mean, if they lose, they're out. Well, the Rams killed me in a teaser last week. I mean, they're like the Steelers. Third and one from the one-yard line, and they can't get it in for a touchdown in Seattle. And, yeah. I mean, just ridiculous. And I'm right back in that, and my teaser's hitting. And so... Cardinals are outside looking in too. Yeah, this I mean, this is a big game. Yeah. I, I this could go in a lot. Again, I like the I like the under in this in a teaser. So if the Rams lose, they're nine and six, they better bank on the Bears losing. Because that's the only way they're gonna get in. If the Cardinals lose, they're out. If the if the Cardinals beat the Rams, then they're in, surely. So I mean I just think there's more to play for for the Cardinals outside looking in. That's kind of where I'm at on that. But I don't have it on my card. Um the one I do have on my card, Seahawks 49ers. I know it's a long shot. The Rams and the Green Bay Packers need to lose. But it's certainly, I mean, I'm sorry, the Saints. The Saints have to, if, if they lose and the Green Bay loses and Seattle wins, Seattle gets the one seed. And they want that bye. Um, they've got a lot of injuries. I mean, Chris Carson came back, but he's still a little banged up. Dallas Baker, their third string running back, is very good. I mean, he's, a, he's not a third string on most teams. They could use him. DK could use the break. Um, there are others, uh, why can I, I'm drawing a black locket is kind of banged up this year. You know, they could use that by, um, they're playing hard for it. They want it. And green Bay, they just lost back to Yari. I mean, could they rest and, and not try to injure, you know, more guys, um, as well as the saints. I mean, it's very south, very plausible that the bears who need a win beat the Packers and the saints could drop a game, not really caring because they're in the playoffs. And Seattle wins and gets one seed. So I love Seattle here. Yeah, I kind of like Seattle too in this. Uh, San Francisco, again, just, ugh. I'm looking. There's a lot of games I'm looking at the teasing the points and up and under. taking the under in this. And this is another well, one. A lot of teams don't care. That's another one I'm looking at here. Uh, 47 and a half. It went to 46. You can get it up to, up to 52 and take the under in this. Seattle hasn't been scoring a ton lately. I kind of like that maybe. That's maybe the direction I'm going to go in this game. I kind of like your unders. I may add some because I'm seeing a trend here. Teams that need to go into the playoffs are either playing teams that are in the playoffs and don't care and whether they win or lose. And then other teams that are in the playoffs or, play, or need to win to get in the playoffs are playing teams that are way out who don't want to ruin draft picks. There's The only game I think that two teams truly matter is the Cardinals Rams? Yeah, I mean, here's a prime example. Looking at this, is you got the Vikings of Detroit. They're both out. What are they playing for? Yeah, Dal what are, Dalvin Cook's dad just passed away. Yeah, so May he rest in peace. But he, what are they playing yeah, for? Yeah, so Cook's out. Galladay's out at Detroit. Uh, Stafford, I would be shocked. Plays. He doesn't want to get hurt because I, mean, I guarantee you he's not on the Lions next year. Well, I mean, he's so banged up. He hopped off the field last week. Yeah, that sprained ankle. Chase Daniels yeah. came in. 
I mean, this line went from 54.5 to 53.5. Now, you can you can argue and say, well, Smitty, Detroit just, Tampa scored 40-something on that. Matter. It doesn't matter. You take, like this one, 59.5, you think it's going to get in the 60s? No. I just, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, that's a prime example of these teams, they're already, let's go on Monday, grab our stuff, check out. And go on vacation or go and see uh, they your got family tea time and tea time set up for um, Tuesday morning. Yep. I think this game is boring. I don't think there's a ton of points in this. I think that's a great example on this. Uh, one game I do want to hit, Green Bay Bears. I was getting ready to tell you. Oh, okay. Great game. Great game. You know. So Packers, will just start lost back to Yari. They're by far best offensive lineman. Yeah, that's a, that's a key. That's key. You know, Chicago's been playing great. Trubisky's come back. Well, he's playing for his life. Has been playing fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of rumors that, you know, the Bears, that might be their guy. And, you know, they the Bears are banged up. Patterson, I don't think, played last week. No. Uh, doesn't look good. Um, but they need this win. Oh, they need this one. This is do or die for them. Uh, they need this one big time. Um, who's their main wide receiver? Well, remember, they lost in the playoffs off a ball that hit both. Uh, hit two out of three of the posts on a goal post to end their season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't think they want to avenge that? I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at this, minus four, four and a half. I like teasing him up. I like the Bears in a teaser here. Ten and a half. I think this is a dogfight. I think I think the Bears will, will play extremely well. Ten and a half, I like it. Another reason why I like this, too, is Old Man in the Garage. Yeah. Old man in the garage again has been killing it. He had the Steelers last week in a dog money line. He had the Dallas Cowboys in a dog money line. Very hard card this week. You know, he he has told me he's really had to look and really go through a lot of these. He likes the Chicago Bears this week. Dog money line to upset and beat Green Bay. Old man in the garage. He it's only hard for him, and I say this. We take teasers, we take ATS, we you know we take favorites. This guy is coming out, old man in the garage, every week and picking dogs. Yep. It is hard for out and dogs we, to outright win. We said on that's Tuesday. why it's so hard. So give this guy some kudos. I mean, he's done better than us. Oh, like, I, I mean, he takes dogs and he is kicking our butts. And I'll tell you, it's been great because, like I said on Tuesday show, we had a female listener call me Love him. and say that he's the hottest on the show. She did the. Like a little pizza money parlay money lines with him and won like 50-something dollars. So if, if you're sleeping on his picks, you're an idiot. You know, it was great too, Q. I got another, I got a DM on Twitter the other day from another uh, fan of ours that's starting to listen to the show. And it was really nice. He wrote and he just thanked me and us, uh, the Messiah and you, and said he was six for one uh, for the week and uh, just wanted to thank me. And I wrote him back and I said, hey, that's why we're doing this, you know. We're trying to, we don't want your money. We're trying to give you our opinions, our thoughts. Yep. And we hope you, we, we, you know, we hope, it was great. I mean. How much, he didn't pay me. He didn't pay you. No, absolutely. that's our mantra. And that's all. And a great thank you went a long way. And I wrote back and I said, well, just keep listening and we're going to do the best job we can. And, you know, people, we, we laid an egg yesterday. I I had a brutal day. Messiah had a brutal day. Q didn't have a very good day. And you know the thing, Messiah texted me late last night and was so, like, he goes, man, I had a bad day. And I said, we take it hard. Like, we're putting a lot of work into this. 
trying to give you the best advice we can. We're trying to win you some money. So again, we appreciate the nice, kind words. I'm glad that person yeah, good for him. is winning some money. I'm glad our female listener last week won some money, and hopefully we can win some money, and we can continue making people a yep. profit. All right, so I want to touch on one last game, and then we'll get into picks, but like you said, we're not taking your money. And I'll, uh, right before our picks, I'll give you the slogan for 2021 um, that I've kind of adopted for the show. Um, I'm not even going to give Smitty input on this because I think he loves it. Anyways, Washington football team, or as we like to call them, the Washington Redskins, they will always be the Redskins on this show. If you don't like it, go listen to other radio. They're the Redskins for us. They're playing the Eagles. Must win. Their situation got a lot better. Thank God Dwayne Haskins is off that team. He's a distraction. He's gone. Heineke, again, didn't do too well in Carolina in his one start. He threw like three or four picks. He comes in and they're playing pre-vet defense last week, but it seemed like he gave him a spark. I mean, he's willing to throw the ball past the five-yard five, five yard mark. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I, I'd be shocked to find out throughout the season if he had 50 balls thrown for five-plus yards he's terrible it was dink and dunk football you could have loaded 11 in a box because the other the receivers weren't going past five yard routes now i will say this and i and i'm not trying to bash tyler henneke because i do kind of like him well, he's I, a liked, good story. I liked him at old yeah. dominion yeah uh he played at carolina yep. some games but when he came in well they're playing pre they were playing pre yes defense. And, and we know that so I, but he does throw the ball past five yards. Yeah, and he has a little swagger to him. I like, if you saw the thing with Chase Young talking oh, he to him. Oh, they were getting up for him. Yeah, and Chase Young's like, yeah. I love the kid. Yep. And he's like, hey, keep doing your thing. He goes, well, that's what I do. I ball or something like that. You gotta, it, Yeah, you I have like to be that. like that. I like that. Again, I am going to say, because this is just the way I see things, they're playing prevent defense. Certainly. I'm not sure if he's the starter on Sunday, if he lights Philly up. And Philly's defense is brutal. Now, the thing with Philly... They're sitting a yeah, they're lot of guys now. Well, they have nothing, nothing to play for. Well, uh, it would have been nice just to see them knock maybe the Redskins out of the playoffs, but no Miles Sanders. Deshaun Jackson, the 10 man, uh, again, is not playing. Shocker there. Uh, Gadares out. Uh, some of their defense players for Philly, their better defensive players are out, and their defense is not good to begin with. Like you hit on, I think Alex Smith's going to play. Yeah, running, I mean, he's questionable, but it seems kind of more on the probable. He's been practicing this yeah, week. Yep. I think he even did two straight days in a row yeah. where I think that's what hurt him last week. He practiced today, came back the next day and said, hey, I'm not feeling the greatest. I'm a little sore, so they held him out. The running back sounds Gibson, like— Gibson, he's in. He's he played been, last week. He played last week. He hasn't been practicing, yeah. but again, they're just keeping him off that toe. Right. I think he's going to play. McLaurin, like you said, is going to play— well, not it's not guaranteed, but it's he's. I think so. I think he's gonna play off on the line. He's gonna play. I think he's gonna play. Yeah. So I think Alex Smith will start. Again, I was looking at it went from forty one to forty three and a half. Could you maybe look at a forty nine and a half teaser under in this? I kind of like that slightly. I like the Skins defense. I don't think the Skins put up a ton of points in this. I wish I would have jumped on this earlier or given this out when the Skins was like minus one. I think they're like minus three and a half now because with all the uh, players sent out for the Eagles, now people and then now some of the rumors of some of these Redskins are coming yep. back. Yeah, I, I think that I think the Redskins win the game. Again, I I don't know if it's going to be on my card on this, but maybe look at the teaser under 
or the skins and then buy that buy the half and get it down to three and play the three okay let me um I, you know i'm gonna add a play here so let me just because i've already put them out i'm gonna run straight through my football plays yeah you're, gonna, you're gonna wait for tomorrow. i'm gonna wait till tomorrow yes. like i said check yeah. t- check our twitter handle out i'm gonna sit today i want to see some more COVID because there is some more COVID Certainly. news breaking yep I'm going to kind of see where some of the line movements move throughout the day, maybe early in the morning tomorrow, and then I will uh, put out my card. Okay, so I'm going to run through my plays for the NFL because I've already put them out because I want to lock in certain lines, and then we'll uh, then we'll get into basketball plays. Okay, teaser, Bucks minus one, Titans minus one and a half. Next play, Seahawks minus six and a half. Next play, teaser, Washington, Redskins, plus three and a half, Tease them with Baltimore minus six and a half. I love that six and a half line. Get it now, fellas. You won't regret it. Teaser, Seattle minus one half. You might even get them in a pick them tomorrow. Tease them with Miami plus nine. I love both lines. And then I'm going to add this. Skins minus three. Right now they're minus three and a half. If you lock it in now, buy the half. It's worth it. You might get them tomorrow minus three. Who knows? But minus three is the line that I'm going to play for. And then basketball, um, I'll just run through mine, and you can just run through yours. Okay. Okay, so teaser, Florida LSU over 147, and tease them with Louisville minus one half. The next is going to be teaser, Michigan State minus four, and tease them with Illinois minus three and a half. One more teaser, Wright State minus three and a half, and tease them with Liberty Pickham. Seton Hall straight minus eight and a half. In right state, straight minus eight and a half. All right, I got three teasers on my early card today. Going back to the well teaser play of the day: St. Peter's plus one, matching them with UTEP minus a half. Both those teams will rebound today. Louisville minus a half, Cincinnati minus a half. There's my second teaser. Third teaser. Added the USC team down to a pick'em, and I'm matching them with Richmond as a pick'em. Two money line plays of the day: Texas A&M at home against Auburn, and Oklahoma at home against West Virginia. And I said on my Twitter handle, might add some plays. I'm looking at that Georgetown overplay, and there's maybe one or two more uh, teasers I might add in for my card. I like it. Smitty's gonna give his NFLs tomorrow. Yeah, check my, check the Twitter. Uh, probably give it out first yep. thing in the morning. I'm gonna try to get it in early. I want I want to just see how the day progresses with some COVID news and some line movements, and we'll get those out to you on the Twitter handle really early. Teaser King had a great weekend last week. I'm gonna have a great weekend again today and All tomorrow. Right. All right, one play lock in today. Washington plus three and a half. Baltimore minus six and a half. Follow our Twitter at Notebook Wagering for Smitty's plays. We might have added games today, but for sure find his place tomorrow. Um, like Probably I said, hear from the Messiah today. Yep, Messiah will get you a play today. We'll get you his place tomorrow. Lock in Q's plus three and a half slash Baltimore's minus six and a half teaser today. Stamp if you feel like you're confident in my other football plays, lock him in today. If anything comes crazy, I will have that uh, for you if I'm on a game or off a game tomorrow. So just you know, kind of stalk our Twitter around 12 o'clock. And uh, let's give you winners. Sounds good. Have a good show. Or have, may not have a good show. Duh, that's what I say to you. Well, yeah, we had yeah. a great show. Yeah, we had we a great show. We did have a great show. Duh. Sorry. 
it's been a long holiday week. We're kind of getting back to everything. So have a good weekend. We'll give you winners. We'll bounce back today. Get that notebook, people. Find those winners. Love it. See you guys.